Hello, travelers. Welcome to the Mwende Wino podcast. Mwende Wino translates to go well in several Zambian languages and is used to bestow travel mercies on people who are embarking on a journey. The Mwende Wino podcast aims to inspire you to explore your city, your country, your continent, and beyond. In each episode, I speak to people who embody what traveling well means to them, and I am your host, Mazwa Kapamwe. So today's episode is very exciting for me because we're taking it back to my home country, Zambia, to talk about somewhere where everybody knows when they hear Zambia that this place is in Zambia, and that is the home of the Mosotunia or Victoria Falls, which is the tourist capital, Livingston. Now, there is a lot more to Livingston than just the Victoria Falls. And my guests today will share some of the gems you have to explore in the tourist capital on your first or next visit. And they'll give you tips as well on planning your trip. So my guests today are Chisumbu. She is a Livingston-based content creator and digital marketer, as well as Miriam, who runs the Instagram account from Adventures with Mimi. Hi, Mimi and Chisumbu. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm well. Uh, Hi, Masuka. How are you? I am well. Um, Welcome to the Mwende Wino podcast. I'm so glad to have you. Thank Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. So, yeah. um, so let's start with you, Chisumbu. Um, I know that you recently moved to Livingston um, as your base. So can you tell us why you chose to move to Livingston? Was that after your first visit or had you been going there constantly? Um, yeah, so what prompted your move to Livingston? So it was such a random move because I was based in Lusaka for the longest time and I thought that that's where I would be forever. And then um, I got an internship with Wire Wire Bags okay. and Jolly Boys Backpackers. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, well, I'm trying to figure myself out. This is a good place to start. So that's how I came. Mm-hmm. And then over time, I got another job with Minor Hotels. So they run uh, Vani and Royal Livingstone. So I worked there full time, mm-hmm. though I freelance also. Okay. So I was like, okay, Livingston. Over time, it became my home, and I grew in love with it. So it would take a lot for me to move from here. Oh wow, that is that is so awesome. You don't really hear about people. A lot of people move to the big city. Not a lot of people move from the big city somewhere else. So that's really interesting. Yeah, that's true. Because when I got here, also everyone was like, no, it's a small town. You won't love it. You want to come back to Lusaka. And then I do go to Lusaka. I mean, I enjoy it when I'm there, but I'm like, I want to go back to Livingston. So well, <laughs> I think for now, big cities are for visiting uh-huh. rather than staying. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. We're definitely we're going to get into Wayaya and Jolly Boys because those are two brands that I think um, people that are visiting Livingston should definitely check out. Um, so Mimi, um, can you tell us where when your first trip to Livingston was? How old were you, if you remember? Like, what are the kinds of things that you did and what made you love Livingston? Um, okay, so actually visit, the first time I visited Livingston was quite some time back. I had gone there for my primary school, but then of course at that time I was not really into traveling or didn't have any keen interest in adventures. So I think it was after my grade 12 
trip to the foes that made me fall in love with that place. I think I was probably the most excited person in class to have visited the foes. So I think from there onwards, I I think I got um, slightly obsessed with the foes and Livingston in general. Mm-hmm. So I think from the time I got there, I realized to some extent there were a few uh, locals who used to explore Livingston. Mm-hmm. Quite right, they were there, but there were very few. Mm-hmm. So I think even the, the few years that I was there during my primary school, slightly into secondary, we didn't get to travel as much. So it was only a bit later that I got to start traveling and realized Livingston is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I love the weather is what sells me on Livingston. You know, it's just... The soccer weather can get a little very uh, very cold, and I know Livingston does get cold too. But like, I just there's just something about Livingston that just appeals to the senses. My first trip, um, how old was I? I don't know. I think I went on a school trip. I don't remember, but um, I know my last, my most recent trip was 2018, two years ago. So, uh. yeah, and I went with my niece, and she was. I think two at the time, so that was like her first visit to the falls, and she's been there again. So like she's a little traveler. You like we're introducing her to travel at a very young age. So that's that's really cool. That is so cute. And how, what was her experience of the town? Um, well, she was asleep by the time we got to Victoria Falls. She was asleep, so, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> she had had a long day, so I think we woke up a little bit just to like you know see the falls one last time. But I. I think she had a great time, but um, I think it's good to have, like, young people start going to the falls, like, you know, as, as young as they are, and then just keep going throughout their lives. Um, but for people yeah. who are thinking of planning a trip to Livingston um, in terms of, like, transport, if you were heading there from, let's say, Lusaka, um, how would you get there, Chisumbu? How would you get to Livingston? So um, I think the best right now would be by road. So from Intercity, you can get a bus, there's FM, Power 2s. Um, I don't know if Majan do still running and Shalom. Mm-hmm. So they're quite good mm-hmm. with the trip. And then um, if the planes are still running, I know ProFlight Pro has really amazing deals every once in a while mm-hmm. where you can get even like a return ticket for less than and And then and the train is not that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a tra- so they, they said there's a train from Lusaka that goes there? Yes, I just found out recently there's a train from Lusaka to Livingston. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that. <laughs> Do you know how long the journey yeah. takes? Probably just over a day. Okay. Yeah, so it's quite a long time, but if you have the patience, it could be an interesting, it's different, yeah. Yeah, great. Um, Mimi, Mimi, do you have any other like tips for planning your trip to Livingston in terms of transport that you want to add? Um, okay, I think she's mentioned the most common means. Mm-hmm. Those are pretty much most of the common means, yes. So it's by bus, well, if you have your own vehicle, I think the roads are much better than they were before. Mm-hmm. So it is possible as well to, to travel with your own private transport. Okay, great. Yeah. So, um, Chisumbu, as the local, um, let's start with you. So let's imagine that 
someone is planning to go to Livingston for a weekend trip. So, you know, say you leave Osaka, you get on the bus, like you've advised, or you drive there, you leave on a Friday morning, you arrive, you know, seven or eight hours later um, in the late afternoon, and you're ready to, you know, get sorted in a place to stay. Um, what are some of the options that you would recommend for um, accommodation? So I would recommend um, if you're looking for something affordable, there's Jolly Boys Backpackers. They're really good. Their service is on point and their rooms are really clean and the environment is very friendly. Like you meet a lot of local and international travelers. And then there's um, hotel, I mean, lodges in town also if you want to be closer to town, which are quite affordable. There's Fairmount, I think, and... I can't remember the other one. But then if you're looking for your high-end options, I would recommend the Royal because I work there. <laughs> Go ahead. But, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's uh, for money. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tonga Basie is also quite amazing. And Royal Chundu, they are quite beautiful. You're just by the riverside. And the experience itself is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Um, Mimi, do you have any um, accommodation to add that you know about? Okay, yes. So I think one of my favorite things actually about Livingston is that it has, it caters for most travelers. So you have your low budget, your mid-range budget, and of course your um, high-end budget um, accommodation. I think like Sumbu said, you've got the, for your high-end, you've got Royal Livingston, I think Avani, Um, Tonga Basie as well. Um, Sinkamba Islands also is pretty good and um, great. Mm-hmm. For your mid-range, you have Waterfront. Um, I think Maramba River Lodge as well is good. I've been there once. Um, yes, so you also have Protea Hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's actually quite a variety of accommodation in Livingston because I think right from the moment you enter Livingston, you um, you actually get to see a lot of lodges. So yeah, yeah. So it's pretty much up to an individual's choice. You mm-hmm. you really you have a variety of accommodation. That's the great thing with like having. Um, you know, different places because you can go like if you were to travel to Livingston like at least three times a year, you you could stay at all these different places, you know, and they all come with like different benefits. So so that's great. And I do know that for I believe Siankaba Islands, Muddy Paws has like a special that's running, and some of the other um, you know tourist tour organizations have different packages. So if you're interested in checking that out, make sure you check out um, some of these tour operators for specific packages, because I know there's like a Siankaba Island special that I've been seeing on Twitter that just looks amazing. So yeah. Definitely want to try that out. Okay, so accommodation is sorted. So let's say it's day two. This is Saturday in the morning. We've had a good rest. Um, and now we want to have a good time and we want to do what we came to Livingston to do, which is to go down to the waterfalls. Um, so Chisumbu, what is there to see and do at the falls? So my recommendation is the falls, you want to go there early mm-hmm. so that you walk down to Boiling Port because I think in the afternoon at some time it's closed off. And then also you can walk across the bridge to the other side where you can see Zimbabwe and then just hiking. And then on 
When is it? Um, sometime every month, there's the lunar rainbow, which mm-hmm. is really great. So mm-hmm. when there's a full moon, you can do that. And then you can bring your family, have a picnic. So I recommend everyone at least experience that once in their lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's also the market on the outside where you can buy different curios. So there's a lot you can do in such a short space. And you want to take it all in. So getting there first thing in the morning, you walk down to the boiling pot. That's the best way to do it. Great. Um, Mimi, do you have any tips to share? Do you have any adrenaline-inducing things that you've done at the falls? Okay, so I think like Chisimbo had mentioned before, I would also recommend going to the falls pretty early in the morning because then you're still energetic if you're going to visit the boiling pot. And I think for first time, as going to the boiling pot is a bit tiring. Yes. But it's definitely worth it. Wear your sneakers. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Because there are a lot of rocks down there, so definitely wear your comfortable shoes. Carry your water for your first time, people who are going there. And just get ready to enjoy. I think it's it's a very beautiful view as you go down there. I remember the first time I walked down there, I actually thought I was not in Zambia. I thought like I was in Amazon or something because it's such a beautiful place. Yeah. Yes. So um, I think okay, like so as well, mm-hmm. um, you ha- you're able to cross when you're at the falls, you're able to cross through and see the, Z- uh, the bridge and then you're able to see um, the Zimbabwean side. I think also one of the fun things is when you're at the boiling pot as well, you're able to see the place where people do bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. So I, I haven't yet gotten the courage to do bungee jumping yet, but it's on my to-do list, hopefully. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Chisumbu, have you bungee jumped before? No, but I really want to do it. Definitely on the bucket list. And I will not be partaking in the bungee jumping because my fear of heights would just like, you know, it's just going to end me. Um, but for those that do have the courage, you can go bungee jumping. Um, there's also micro lighting available and you can go, um, you can do the gourd swing as well. Yeah. Um, and then um, depending on the season, there's also options to do um, whitewater rafting as well. Um, you can go to, you can do the devil's pool in particular seasons as well um and um you can also go to livingston island so in terms of like admission costs to victoria falls um if you're a local i believe it's less than 20 kwacha right yes it is Mm -hmm. yes and then there's also like a international rate and a static rate right Yes, so the international rate is probably around $20, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure what the psychic rate is. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, we, we, I can post um, like a link to the um, costs in the show notes so people that are super interested in coming down to Vic Falls can go check that out. Um, okay, so I mentioned before, like there's some activities that can only be done on like during certain times of the year, depending on the water level and the season. So um, for uh, let's start with Mimi. Do you th- is there any particular season that you think people should visit Livingston versus another season? Um, okay, so I think for me the best um, season is I think during its peak, somewhere this period, mm-hmm. because I have visited the falls um, in both seasons, during the dry season and the current season when it's at 
speak. Mm -hmm. So I think for you to really get to enjoy the place, the peak is the best mm -hmm. um, season. Though I think you do have a bit of limitations, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of visiting the Devil's Pool. Mm -hmm. um, yes. When it's really at its peak, yes. Mm -hmm. But you definitely do enjoy the views. I have also done um, <clears throat> with Livingston Adventures the helicopter ride mm -hmm. during the peak season, and it's 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 amazing. <laughs> Literally, I have I I it's such an amazing view, and um, especially if you visit with kids during this period when the water for, the water levels are quite high, you actually get to be soaked in water in, with the water from the foes. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people that if you're visiting the foes. And you don't want to get soaked. Do ensure you don't go with your weaves, <laughs> and make sure that you actually carry a raincoat. But I think the fun part is actually you getting soaked. So just do so, carry extra yeah. clothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, Chisumbu, would you have anything to add to that? Yeah, like she mentioned, I think also the best time to visit is when it's at its peak, because you want to see the falls in all its glory. Mm -hmm. I remember. Um, last year when i saw it dry like it's not bad but you just like it's an amazing rock to look at but you're like okay i came to see a waterfall so you want to have the full experience of the falls mm -hmm. and get soaked like she said and then also um like with activities i think during high season that's when most activities are better to do like devil no devil's pool is closed during peak season and then when it's low season there's angel's pool which is right next to devil's pool mm -hmm. but it's less scary mm -hmm. <laughs> so you can do that instead of going to devil's pool and then like she said the helicopter ride is really amazing and then you can do things like the royal livingstone express and there's so many things you can do yeah Great. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But just for people that may not know, like, when exactly high season is or low season is. So would you say, um, like, peak season uh, would be, like, what? Like, after it rains? So maybe, like, like March, April, around then? So I would say from January till August. Okay. That's season and then after that it just gets really dry okay great great thank you for clarifying for that that for us um so just you were just mentioning the royal livingston express um so in terms of like other activities that people can do um at the falls for people that are maybe on a tighter budget um what are some of the other things that they can do in livingston mimi let's start with you because i know on your instagram i did see a post um, of the railway museum, I believe it was. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, I think that was actually my first time um, going to the railway museum. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's it's quite affordable. I think it should be less than twenty kwacha for locals as well. Mm -hmm. So the fee also just uh, covers the the trip to the Jewish museum as well because they're located at the same place. Okay. So I think it's it's a very beautiful place. You get to see the trains from way back. Yes, so that's one of the places I'd actually recommend mm -hmm. um, people to go through. And, of course, you have the museum that's um, located right in town mm -hmm. in the Central Business District, yes. Mm -hmm. So um, apart from that, you have quite a range of um, options for boat cruises. 
that's one of the things I love again about Livingston. So whether you're a morning person, a daytime person, or an evening person, you have quite a number of um, bot activities that are um, suited for you. Mm-hmm. And I have visited as well. I think, um, but for boat cruises, I think they are slightly on the mid range to high range, mm-hmm. just because of the costs. Mm-hmm. But currently, with with uh, what's going on, the the rates are actually quite affordable. Okay. So if yeah. there are people who are there who would like to travel, I would actually say it would actually be one of the best times to visit now, because quite a number of activities um, uh, prices have been reduced. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think another um, activity I would recommend, I think that's usually fun, especially for the younger ones, is the crocodile farm. Okay. Yes. Yes. I remember going yeah. there and eating. I remember I had like a, a crocodile, I think it was a pie or something. It was actually really good. <laughs> I thought, you know, it was just, I was so like afraid to try it and it was like, it actually tasted really good. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was my reaction too, because I was like, mm, "Guys, this does look tasty." <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. And one of my favorite, yeah. um, my favorite, one of my favorite museums in Zambia is that is all is the Livingston Museum because it has such a great um collection of you can learn about um everything from like I remember seeing like something on like burial practices of like the Bemba and I'm like part Bemba so that was like super interesting to me and um there was like an exhibit which showed like the first Zambian woman to fly a plane or something that was like a very interesting it was a lot it was very interesting to me like a lot more interesting than the Lusaka museum um to me um and there's also like a shop on the premises where you can buy um like baskets and books and stuff so I thought that was um, really cool. Um, do you have any more to add before um, Chisumbu adds her recommendations? Um, okay, I think maybe just the last one is also just a curio market. Mm-hmm. I think she had mentioned it earlier that you actually do have one at the falls, um, at the entrance of the falls, but you also have one that's um, within the CBD. So I think those people are quite talented. So it's actually quite mesmerizing because... You have these varieties of animals that have been made into these beautiful curios, and they're actually people who who do uh, paintings. There's one that I met um, at the curio market in town. Who's he's such a great painter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that too as well. If you're into art and stuff like that, that would also be a great um, experience for one. And I think I'm not too sure if people still do have um, trips to. The gorge, they do Chisumbo, right? Yeah, that's still happening here. Yes, so I think also that's one of the most like scenic places. Like, mm-hmm. such a great view. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty much most of the activities I would I would recommend. Okay, awesome. Thank you for sharing. Um, Chisumbo, what are some of the activities that you think people that are a little bit on a budget in Livingston should definitely check out? I think there's um, hiking. Hiking at the gorge is also a bit more affordable for everyone. I know it's a bit tedious, but the view is worth it. And then um, you can go cycling throughout the city. That's I did it recently, and it was really amazing too. And then we have the lookout tree. I think it's one of Livingston's oldest trees. It's a baobab tree. Okay. And then you can write it there, and it gives you, when you get to the top, there's like a ladder you can climb. It gives you such an amazing view of the city. 
Okay. And then um, there's a lot of activities around the falls, hey? Mm-hmm. Um, go camping at the falls and, well, this one is a bit more high end. I think we mentioned it earlier also, rafting mm-hmm. and then canoe rides. Yeah, I think that's about it. Great. Um, and I know you can also, another option is for um, a game drive in the Mosul Tunia National Park. I did that. Yeah, I did that. On my last visit, yeah. um, I'm, I believe it's, I'm not sure if it's, uh, I mean, from when I did it, it was self-drive. I'm not sure if they have like safari vehicles now that you can like use, that you do their, use theirs. I don't know if it's, so I'm not sure if it's still self-drive, um, but it is definitely an option. Um, and then there's also, in terms of like art, I believe there's a Livingston Art Gallery, which I haven't been to yet, but I have seen the sign. Um, and I'm interested in checking that out on my next trip to Livingston. Um, and I'm speaking of art as well. One of my favorite Zambian um was one of my favorite Zambian artists, visual artists, is Agnes Buyayombwe, and she does have a studio um, in um, Livingston, and it's one of those places that, she, I mean, it's her studio, so you can actually go see her do her work, and she has different Very workshops cute. for kids as well, so if you go with kids, you can book um, a workshop, an art workshop with her, um, which she leads, and um, she's um, available, you can check her out on Facebook, um, Agnes Buyayombwe, and you can um figure out how to book um, a workshop with her. Um, so let's talk about um, Chisumbu, the, ri- the rich history of Livingston, because um, for people that are really into history like myself, um, we know that um, Livingston was originally the official capital city of um, Zambia, which was then known as Northern yep. Rhodesia. And then in 1935, it moved to the current capital, which is Lusaka. So by Livingston being the capital city at that time, some of the architecture that was built was built, you know, for the colonial administrators who were ruling um, Livingston. And some of that architecture can still be seen today if you take a walk around the city. Um, Are there any particular buildings that you've seen that have stood out to you um, in Livingston that you would advise people to, like, stop and have a look at? So one of the first Anglican churches, I think David Livingston founded it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's right in the town center. It's so beautiful, and I love that they've kept the original style of the building. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lot of the houses on the main road when you're coming from Lusaka, I feel like there's only one road in Livingston, yes. even though that's not true. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> so, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> so a lot of them have kept the historical face and they've only renovated the insides, which is so nice. And then you can see a lot of these historical houses. And then there's a building in town. I don't. It's next to Western Union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think is it eighteen zero two. It's got eighteen zero two or mm-hmm. something on on the wall. And mm-hmm. I think it's such a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're using it for now, or what it was used for before, but. They've maintained the face and like it makes for the best photos. Yeah, I think those are my top ones. But the houses are really amazing. I just love how they've kept the outside and only changed the inside. That's great. Um, And I think there's like a bunch of like um, old cinema styles that are there, cinemas um, that are there. And um, yeah, 
I believe that. And also, I think even um, I saw a blog post by someone who was talking about um, the governor's, the original governor's mansion that's there. And I think you no, can even I forgot to mention. you can even yeah, camp there, all... I believe. Right. From what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Mm hmm. Great. So for people, because I know I think that a lot of people, when they visit a city, they're, you know, they're confined to their cars. And I think Livingston is one of those cities that you can actually walk around, um, you know, in um, and get a flavor of the city. Yeah. And uh, people are so friendly. That's the good part. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to move around because mm -hmm. the town is or small and then also even with transport transport is quite affordable between places mm -hmm. so where you can't walk you just get on a taxi or uh, a local bus and you get to so many different places i mean the one time i went to mukuni village and it's like a whole different city and it was amazing because then they have a curio market also and then um you walk around the village to see people doing different things and they just give you the history of the lozy people also, mm -hmm. which I found really interesting. Mm -hmm. Great. Um, and Sumbu, um, I know, so you did mention that some of the work that you've done with Waiaya Bags, which is, um, from what I know, they're um, a, a collective that um, are empowering women through the production of these bags um, and other um, products. Um, so for people that like are interested in visiting um, Waiaya to purchase a bag or to um, like see the craftsmanship at work, is that possible for people to do as well? It is. And then you can also, if you're keen to volunteer while you're in Livingstone, it's a good place to volunteer, but um, you can purchase the bags. They have um, a studio close to town Mm -hmm. And then they have a studio where the bungee takes place at Victoria Falls, and then they'll be opening up um, a store at the Royal Livingstone also. Great, great. So the people yeah. should definitely support um, support local. Um, so now we've yeah. you know we've done all activities, we've gone to the falls, and we just want a good meal um and i love food so <laughs> it's one of my favorite parts um so in terms of restaurants mimi um what are some of the best places um that you've eaten at in livingston that you would um recommend for people to try out um okay so i've only been to a few mm -hmm. i think mostly because uh, most accommodation places do have um, um, do provide you with meals. Mm -hmm. So I think I have tried Flavors Grill, and I think their food is, is, is great. And I had great ribs from there. And their food is also quite affordable. So I think that's a plus for me. The food was great and um, and affordable. Then I've also, I would also recommend Zambezi Cafe as well which I think has great um, food. I've, I think I was, some time back, I did visit Olga's Italian restaurant, which I think is also somewhere, I think, um, in the central business district that had some great pizza. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. One of the best cocktails I've had was from David Livingstone mm -hmm. um, Safari Lodge. Yes. Okay. So I think I haven't visited much of the restaurants, but those are the ones that I do remember that had great food. Great. Um, Chisumbu, could you add to that list? Um, what are some of um, the best so places? The... Yes, go ahead. 
So if you're looking for great Zambian food, traditional food, I would recommend Sepoyaka. She moved closer to the museum now and it's really affordable and the portions are great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you really get value for money. And then I would recommend Zest also. Um, it's closer to the railway museum and mm -hmm. um, really good food and it's value for money, I would say. Um, and then for ice cream, which is really weird, no one thinks of this, there's a place in town called Da Canton. It's the best ice cream. Like the make tamarind ice cream, mango ice cream when mangoes are in season, and they make it from the restaurant itself. And then most of the lodges have really great food. Mm -hmm. So like Mimi mentioned, like wherever you're staying, they're probably providing food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Great. Most of the restaurants, yeah. I know there's a I think You're you're saying? I'm saying I think I would agree with Chisumbu on Dakanton. They do have the most amazing ice cream. I think I almost went there every day the time I was in Livingston because the ice cream was, was so great. So I think I would recommend that place. And the beauty is it's also in in town, so it's it's on your way regardless of which direction you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I definitely need to check out that ice cream because I do love, I, I love, 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 love. I love ice cream. doesn't matter the weather. I love ice cream. Um, and I know, I don't know if it's Zest, but there is this like little cafe spot that I think is next to, I think it's next to ShopRite. Um, and yes, yes, I love that cafe. They had, um, they have like a little nook where you can like borrow a book or, um, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. yeah, they have like a little kids area as well too. Yes, they do. Yeah. yeah, like a play area. And then another one, I, it's just come to me when you mentioned Kubu is has. Um, so they've opened up this little cafe right next to Happy Man's mm -hmm. and they serve the best waffles. Like you can have sweet waffles, savory waffles. They're the best waffles ever. Wait, what is that place and, called again? Uh, uh, Handyman's Warehouse. Handyman's Warehouse. Definitely noted on my list because I also love waffles. So <laughs> I love all food, but especially waffles. That's me too. If there's waffles, definitely come in. I agree. Um, so in terms of like nightlife, um, Chisumbi, maybe you might be the best person to talk about this, but are there any like live music spots that you've been to in Livingston that you would recommend that people check out? So, um, Zest and David Livingston Hotel and also at Avani, every weekend mostly there's a live band and it's quite amazing. Like the, and it changes the whole atmosphere and the whole eating experience. So during the weekend, I know Zest does it more than Avani and David Livingston. Mm -hmm. So I think it's three times a week at Zest. So you can enjoy a live band, yeah. Okay, great. Um, Mimi, do you have any um, nightlife spots to add to the list? Um, no, I think the one that I know of is, is just Zest and uh, Avani. Though I think Avani is on Fridays. Or yes. the rest of the days, yes. Great. Uh, I mean, I feel like when you go to Livingston, like, I mean, at least when I've been to Livingston, like, I never really like go out to like clubs or anything because I'm just so exhausted after like having such a 
an early day and then I just want to go back to the hotel and like relax before embarking on like the trip going back to Lusaka so um but for people that do want to like have a little cocktail like you mentioned or listen to some live music um you've provided some great options so in terms of like what people should pack for a trip to Livingston do you have any tips because I know we just talked about um going down to the boiling point and having to have like the right shoes um for instance and then I do know that in terms of like when it's the summer in Zambia Livingston is a little well I think more than a little bit warmer um so um what kind of like things that should people not forget to pack if they're um planning a trip to Livingston um I'll start with you Mimi um okay so I think like I mentioned earlier and if you intend on visiting the falls and especially going to the boiling pot you definitely need to carry comfortable shorts i don't recommend going down there in jeans mm-hmm. unless of course you're comfortable so comfortable shorts um comfortable shoes whether it's your sneakers or anything you can actually hike in mm-hmm. um definitely do carry um your, your sunglasses it does get hot in the summer mm-hmm. it really does get hot and let's see what else would i recommend i think obviously um your shorts because you're at the falls and if you're going to go during the season when it's at its peak you definitely get socked so if you want to enjoy getting socks you can go in your cute summer dresses or in your shorts yeah so just do make sure you carry comfortable shoes and for winter it does get really cold as well i think chisombo should should speak from experience. It does get really cold. So definitely um during the colder seasons do carry um warm um clothing. Carry your jackets, your hoodies, whatever it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Chisumbu, mm-hmm. do you have any tips for us as a local Livingston person? I think Mum Mimi covered everything. Um the only thing I would add is mosquito repellent. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, being so close to the water, obviously, there's a lot of mosquitoes. But just to be on the safe side, some people don't really mind. But I know a lot of people are finicky about mosquitoes, so <laughs> carry mosquito repellent. Mm-hmm. And I would also yeah. add to carry like a raincoat if you don't want to, you know, pay for the one to use at um, the 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 Victoria Falls because you can rent a raincoat. But if you want to use your own raincoat then you should definitely carry that as well. And if you want to look cute for Instagram and you're going to the game drive at Mosteo Tunia, then make sure you carry your safari-inspired clothing as well. Yeah, it is true. <laughs> and also your sunglasses. Yes. <laughs> and I think for the guys, you might as well just carry your capes as well. So Yeah, for sure, because you don't want to get sunburnt, um, even though... You know, we do love a little color, but, you know, sunburn does hurt. <laughs> um, so I want to thank you both, ladies, um, Chisumbu and Mimi, for being guests on the Mwende We Know podcast. Um, Chisumbu, for people that want to follow you on social media, um, what are your handles? Um, so I'm only on Instagram at the moment. Um, you can follow me at always Chisumbu. Great. Um, Mimi, where can we find you on social media? Okay, so you can find me on Instagram and Twitter uh, using the handle Adventures with Mimi. Great. Um, so you can find the Mwende Wino podcast on 
iTunes, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Player FM, Anchor, and Google Music. So please subscribe, download, share, and please give us a five-star rating on iTunes because that helps us be more discoverable for people that are looking for travel-related Zambian and African um, content. So Mimi and Chisumbu, you know that in Zambia, when someone is going on a journey, we wish them well. So on your next trip, I wish you both well, or as we say in Zambia, Muende Wino. Thank you so much for having us, and Muende Wino to you too. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us too. I think it's been it's been great. And Wende Bueno as well. Thank you. Okay ladies, so I've um stopped recording.